0: Welcome to Worth Watching Once, a podcast where we suggest Netflix original movies we think everyone should try. I'm Thais and that's Brady and today we're talking about Horse Girl, a 2020 movie um, that I've been just itching to watch. Like I remember when I learned about this movie a while ago, I think I was just kind of hot on allison Brie at the time, and I heard about it, and I'm like, "This looks like it's up my alley." And then I completely forgot about it <laughs> until recently. Uh, it just kind of on her at the time. At or the time, changed? um, yeah, you know, it's not hot anymore. <laughs> that's that's not. Tr- that's a wild take. That's, that's a that's a lie. <laughs> you can't not be hot on Alison Brie. I just I don't know. I think I agreed. My mood changed. I wasn't into. Drama and mystery for a split second and decided to watch something else and then completely forgot about this.
1: Mm, I feel that. Yeah.
0: So, but the movie is rated R, which I mean, just tickles my fancy. <laughs> I think we this love movie would, rated R movies. Love rated R movies. I think this movie would have been completely different if it couldn't have been rated R. No doubt. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Uh, So the synopsis I have here, I took it from IMDb. We got Sarah, a socially isolated woman with a fondness for arts and crafts, horses, and supernatural crime shows, finds her increasingly lucid dreams trickling into her waking life. Which, I mean, I've definitely felt that way.
1: Oh, that's pretty much what what Netflix has in synopsis. A sweet misfit with a fondness for crafts, horses, and supernatural crime shows. There it is. Finds your increasingly lucid dreams trickling into your waking
0: life. Nice. So at least IMDb gives, you know, the name. <laughs> Whereas Netflix is like, we're not even going to let you know who it is until you watch. Yeah. Right. Stay tuned. <laughs> so to begin with, when I suggested this movie to you, what went through your mind? What kind of movie did you think I was <laughs> suggesting?
1: <laughs> well, look, we... You know- you remember, like in middle school, there were horse girls. <laughs> so there were there were girls who had like the, you know, the folders in the in the in notebooks or what I can't even like remember what they're called anymore. I had to think about notebooks because when's the last time you saw a notebook? I don't know. You know what I'm talking about, like. You know, the things with the lined paper and on the spiral.
0: I think everyone knows about a notebook.
1: That's okay. That's called a notebook. Okay. I, mean, I don't know. It's been so long. I can't remember. Like, a, you know, they had school supplies that
0: were or like a binder?
1: Like a, sure. Binders, too. Whatever. And they were all like, uh, you know, horses and stuff and like unicorns or whatever. Ponies. I don't know. You know, like those were the horse girls and they always talked about horses and like, you know, had ponytails or whatever. <laughs> like it was all all horse theme type stuff. So when, and so when you said we're watching horse girls, like you know, it took me back to that. Like very specific clique in in middle school, the girls who were you know, horse girls. So I thought that's what it was going to be about. And I mean, <laughs> only only the, the tiniest element of that uh, trickled into the movie. It it really had nothing to do with uh middle school girls with with horses on their notebooks. <laughs> which you... I was happy about. Cause I really liked the movie. I don't know if it had gone that direction, if I would have been as into it. You know, we know I like pretty much anything, but right, right. uh I I very much liked this psychological m- mystery, you know, thriller type type movie. I guess it was more of a mystery probably, but
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. a, definitely a, a thinking movie. I feel like it's one of those if you look away, you might miss something. Type of a movie. You just
1: uh, yep. As we know, yes. <laughs> I think this this would be a good one for you know not not to spoil if it's worth watching once, but i it would be a good one to watch again.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: yeah, you know, you'd have a much different perspective watching it the second time, and and be looking, uh, watching scenes in a different way, looking for different things. Mm-hmm. um that, that you wouldn't have picked up on the first time
0: yeah so who's uh who directed this beast since we're talking about horses maybe i should just make horse puns the whole time yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> were you a horse girl thing?
0: no you weren't a horse girl it wasn't a horse girl although for the viewers viewers for the listeners i am sporting a uh, kind of wild ponytail today you know in spirit. <laughs>
1: In spirit, looks good.
0: Get it, spirit, because horses.
1: So this, this director, I and, you know, I apologize. I guess I don't know his name exactly. Jeff Bana.
0: I would pronounce it that way.
1: Jeff Baina, he... Uh, or it
0: unfortunately could be, like... I haven't seen anything. Well, I was thinking, like, Aeon like Flux, what. how it's, like, the A and the E. Maybe it's supposed to be, like, an A-E, like, conjoined thing, like Aeon Flux was.
1: So Jeff Baina. <laughs> So That's <laughs> a change. <It's>, uh, <laughs> Jeff Dana.
0: You're right. We'll
1: I'm setting with that. that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll cut that. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I haven't seen anything else he's done. the The one thing I even recognize uh, that he's he's written. So he's credit with written uh, writing five movies. Uh, the first one was 04 I Heart Huckabee's, which was a David O. Russell movie with a a pretty star-studded cast back then but I you know I might have seen it back then but I would have been 16 I don't really remember it Mm. um David O. Russell movie was done some great movies like American Hustle and Silver Linings Playbook he co-wrote it with Jeff Baina and then Jeff didn't write anything else until 2014 um and anything since then he's written and directed um and I I just haven't seen any of it I don't know his stuff, you know, that has uh, actors in it and actresses who you would recognize and are familiar with. You worked with Allison Brie and on The Little Hours uh, in in twenty seventeen. It was Allison Brie and her husband J- uh, Dave Franco,
0: which was um, news and- to me when you told me that three seconds ago.
1: Yep, yeah, I think they've been <laughs> uh, been together for a while, and uh, Aubrey Plaza was in that too. And I guess uh, Jeff Bann has been in a relationship with Aubrey Plaza for sometime she was in the first film that he wrote and directed called life after beth and molly shannon was in that too Um, oh
0: interesting so that's what i'm saying it feels like it's everyone's connected in some way the cast for for horse girl at least i just feel like they've other actors have worked with each other in either movies or tv shows and it was just like fun to to kind of know that like while you're sitting there watching like oh they were in this together oh they were in this.
1: yeah six six degrees of horse girl yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So that's Jeff bain I wish I I knew more about the other stuff he's done, and I could compare it a little bit more. But you know, I, I haven't even heard of the other stuff that he's directed. So
0: I know that maybe that's is. something uh, to keep
1: an eye out for.
0: I am curious about life see after if any of it's
1: like Netflix originals. I, I don't think they are, but mm. we will keep an eye out.
0: Sounds good. So obviously, in this movie, we got Allison Bree playing our star Sarah. Um. And then just like a slew of actors all over the place. Um, anyway, so we got our boy, Matthew Goobler, Dobler, Goobler, right? So you, you'd say Goobler from, <laughs> you know what? Maybe we should start over. No, Matthew Goobler. From Criminal Minds. Our boy, Matthew Goobler from Criminal Minds. Not NCIS like I was about to say.
1: <laughs> What's the difference?
0: Uh yeah. We got Debbie Ryan from the Netflix original series Insatiable, which also worth watching once, if I might just add that in. It'll be our sister podcast where we talk about series. That's going to be on the top of the list. Um, John Paul Reynolds and um Meredith Hagner, they were both, or they are still currently in a um series called search party um that is amazing and it's got (laughs) I'm blanking on her name too many people to remember names Aaliyah Shawkat
1: oh yeah yeah yeah. maybe from Arrested Development
0: yes so the two of them are in search party with Aaliyah Shawkat which is an amazing series I definitely recommend watching it oh
1: yeah what's the name of that
0: Search party.
1: I just search <laughs> party. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've heard, I've heard good things about it.
0: Yeah. So when he showed up in this, I mean, he plays basically the same character, which I love his character. I think he was like so nerdy and just like honest. It was just, it's like refreshing. And I, you know, it's funny. I actually, um, I read somewhere that the actors were kind of given some liberty to just ad lib as they chose like fit throughout the movie and horse girl and so like that scene where john reynolds is like at the door asking for her number and he's like oh and i i love that dress like it was definitely as pretty the first time i saw it like last night i'm pretty sure that was all ad lib like it just felt so like honest and sincere like i even turned to to my roommate here jared and i was like do you think he's ad libbing? He's like, no, that was definitely. I'm like, no, 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 like that just that was ad. Like he's improvising. Like that was great because it was. I don't know, just something about it just felt so like real. It just felt like a little different than when they delivered like their other lines. And then reading that fun fact, I was like, ah, yeah, that was definitely it. I caught one of them, <laughs> or at least I choose to believe that was one of them.
1: Either way, it's good acting.
0: Yeah, we got um, Molly Shannon, which I want to ask you, how do you know her?
1: <laughs> oh, SNL.
0: Oh interesting (laughs) interesting (laughs) interesting uh do you remember the movie superstar yeah of course yeah (laughs) so a fun fact about superstar uh when i was a wee little child in brazil going to private school i was a like the class uh, my my teacher used to call me like a butterfly because like every time she'd look up i would be like fluttering around the classroom but because of my big personality she would call me superstar i was a superstar butterfly basically and so every time i walked in the room the teacher would go superstar and she would like do the whole <laughs> like, point point. <laughs> and i didn't know because i was a child and i and i also spoke portuguese so like superstar meant nothing to me i was like what that's gibberish like you're saying gibberish right. and it took me until maybe i was like 16 years old it was like on ABC Family one night, like it, like before it was Freeform. <laughs> and this movie was playing on TV and I was like, oh my God, now I understand what my teacher was saying. <laughs> so all these years I just thought she was weird and like saying random English words to a child, but no. And I get it. And now that movie's like one of my favorites because it just, it makes sense because that's what she thought I was. <laughs>
1: And that that character is based on uh, her SNL character. So that movie came from a skit, just like, you know, Night at the Roxbury and MacGruber. And a lot of those movies with SNL cast members, they started out as, yeah. So that was, I can't remember her name in it. Like Mary Catherine Gallagher or something, was the name of the character, but yeah, she was, she played that character in SNL and they made the movie Superstar from that. I'm, I'm pretty sure.
0: I don't know if we're going to lose listeners if I say this, but I'm not an SNL type person. Am I going to lose a friend too, the way you're looking at me? <laughs> no, I
1: mean, who cares? Yeah, no, you don't like something, you don't like it, whatever. Yeah.
0: So anytime anyone's like, they're from SNL, I'm like, sure. You could literally yeah. say anybody is, and I probably believe you because I don't, I don't know. I don't watch it. Who else we got in this movie? We got Dylan Jalula. Um, who was on SNL? Oh, see, I know her from. Um, no, it was at- I. am just
1: messing with you. You, you said you'd oh. believe anybody was on SNL. But I can't believe you actually did. You actually <laughs> believed me there. <laughs> that that worked so fast, it made your head spin.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. What is this? We'll cut that. <laughs> no, we'll leave it. People need to know <laughs> who I am. <laughs> Um, so she played um, Zen Thippy. I, I think that's how you pronounced her name in Unbreakable Kimi Schmidt. She was like the annoying teenager that Kimmy Schmidt had to babysit. If you didn't I'm recognize. Oh, come on. All right. It's I'm kidding. It's fine. I was kidding. <laughs> I want to describe your face. I was <laughs>
1: <Like, laughs> <I'm> so magnanimous <laughs> about you. Not caring about SNL at all. that? Yeah. <laughs> the same team here, Thais. <laughs>
0: um, not as accepting as you, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. And something recently, actually, that I just saw her in was um, it was a TV show I was watching about. It was called The Teacher, and it was like a teacher-student relationship thing gone wrong. And she showed up in an episode. You know, things to make me happy. I love watching teachers. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. And then we got our boy, Jake Picking, who I didn't know, he's like an upcoming star. Like, remember his name, Brady, because he's gonna Jake make- Jake Picking. Jake Picking, he was the character Brian, uh, the roommate's boyfriend. Who, raps?
1: <laughs> oh yeah, no, he he was electric. I thought he did a uh, he wasn't in it much, but he he dominated his time on screen when he was there.
0: Yeah, so I don't.
1: He... It, it, it was funny, and you know we we talked about a little bit about the characters before we started, and it's it's funny that your takeaway of like, oh my god, these people are in it, is completely different from mine. Like <laughs> I don't recognize any of these people who you're bringing up. <laughs> But just I haven't seen any shows that you're talking about. Right. So we we have like completely different. Oh my God, that guy's in it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he's um he's like a Netflix star. He's gonna uh he is or he will be. I don't know if the show already came out. I actually haven't done too much research, but a Netflix series called Hollywood. Um, he's gonna be like one of the the main guys. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's um, uh, Rock Hudson. That's about like yeah, Rock Hudson. That that came out uh I think last year.
0: Oh, I, I forget what like year we're hot in. In the
1: streets for like a week.
0: Yeah. So he's he's in that. He's made famous in that, I guess. And then he's also going to be in um, Top Gun Maverick.
1: Oh, right on! I yeah. think that was supposed to come out last year, but right. Are you do um, it.
0: But fun fact about him: he's a Boston native.
1: Oh, right on! Yeah. Well, cool local boy.
0: Boston boy.
1: <laughs> Love to see
0: that. Little BB action, Chris. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he's also a year older than me he was in dirty grandpa and blockers which i've seen both of and don't remember him in but up and coming star yep. don't remember his name <laughs> um and then everybody else doesn't matter no i mean we have <laughs> we have so many actors in this movie even if they were just like small parts i just feel like it's still worth mentioning because if you don't know any of the people that we've mentioned at least go for i don't know jay duplass Right, everyone knows Jay Two
1: Yeah, Jay, the, the the people I would have pointed out are like uh, Paul Reiser's in it. <laughs>
0: yeah, is, I was getting there.
1: I mean, he's he's great. Um, <laughs> most recently seen in Stranger Things as Sam Owens, oh, the uh, you know the good doctor who shows mm-hmm. up in season two and um, you know kind of against all odds is a is a good decent dude.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and David Tamer makes a makes an appearance. So I think. Mm-hmm. Everybody just kind of recognizes me and one of those guys. You know, they're those guys that you just like, you see in movies. They're like good character actors. Yeah. Um, the other day I threw on An American President. Mm. I mean, that's a classic movie from like 94, sure. uh, one of Aaron Sorkin's first movies. And he's in it, he, he shows up in it. And it was a classic, like, oh, there's that guy. And he looks the same now <laughs> as he did back then. He's just one of those guys who's looked the same for like my entire life. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So it's good when those those guys shows up uh john ortiz was in it too who uh he was another one of kind of those guys yeah. uh, i recognized them from the uh, ad astra and, and some other movies he's been in
0: oh, and the uh, but of course, Brie is
1: one of my favorites of of all time i mean you know, yeah. she first showed up in mad men probably over a decade ago now as mm-hmm. as trudy campbell and she was in community which is one of my all-time favorite shows
0: oh absolutely uh,
1: Oh yeah, I've loved Alison Bree for a long time and she was she was great in this.
0: She um wanted to mention too the Zumba instructor. <laughs> Cause I didn't recognize I, I knew she was in this movie. I was kind of looking for her, but had I not known she was in this movie, I wouldn't have recognized her because she's got like a buzz cut going on and she fucking rocks it. She looks so good. Um, Angela Trimber, I know her from the movie The Final Girls, which was a comedy horror movie. And I just I love her energy in that movie. I think her being a Zumba instructor. Like I feel like if it if acting didn't go well for her, Zumba instructing would probably be the next best thing for her because she just has like so much energy. And you're drawing a blank. Do you remember? I
1: just uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'm stuck on the Zumba, I guess, or anything else. Like people are doing Zumba classes, huh?
0: You didn't know that was a thing? I used to do Zumba class.
1: <laughs> I used There's a key word in there, Thais. "used to." You,
0: you well, <laughs> i don't want to pay for
1: it so it's still going on zumba is still a thing that people are getting involved with
0: yeah i think it okay. might be as like a pyramid scheme somewhere but you know we won't get into that that's for another podcast For another that's a different day. podcast yeah <laughs> like, who it's is like an mlm money?
1: podcast
0: <laughs> but no zumba's fun yeah just should try it out you know, there's like zumba games for the wii do people still play wii <laughs>
1: See, that's that's what I'm talking about. See,
0: right there. That's it. I remember Zumba being
1: big like 10 years ago. It was like everyone's doing the Wii. but it's like that's a decade ago.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I guess we don't have
1: to get into it. But you're, you're like proving here. all my points here. If I bring up the Wii and say used to. And... That's right, we can move on. Okay. For Zumba's a great workout.
0: Zumba, Not, yeah. No on Zumba. It is fun, yeah. I twisted my knee once. It was an intense class. Whew. You know. <laughs> um All right, so things that I didn't like about this movie—I have nothing. I literally loved everything about this movie. I don't think at any point I was disappointed. Maybe a little bit by the ending, but it's one of those movies where it's like, how do you end a journey like this? Oh, you
1: were disappointed in the
0: ending? I knew we were going to have something to disagree. On. <laughs> oh my
1: goodness! See, I th- for me it was you know. The- I really have nothing to nitpick here. It was you know, while I was watching it, I was like, you know, this is a decent movie. It's fine. Like there's not I'm not like Whoa, calling uh, up people saying fine. you have to watch this.
0: Well, I'm calling up people saying you have to watch this. Uh, you know, it's <laughs>
1: it's not like a must rush to watch. I I liked it. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, thumbs up from me.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, I didn't think it I didn't think it was like really you know good. Like very good until the final scene, kind of oh. tied everything in the movie together. I was well, like, okay. okay, that was yeah, that was good.
0: I think it's the not just when I say the like the ending, I mean the literal last scene before it goes black to the credits. That's what I didn't like. <laughs> I think they could have cut it right before that last. <laughs> I just thought that the timing was like they either left that scene run off just a little longer, like let it linger a little longer, or just cut it completely. I didn't like the length of it. It just felt too abrupt. I think I like I, I was still catching my breath. And then suddenly it's like credits. And I was like, no, no, I was still living there. Go back. <laughs> and I think that's the only bad thing I could say about it was just like, yeah, make that scene a little longer or cut it. And that's it. Everything else is just. Uh,
1: yeah, I have nothing in it back there. Just...
0: Actually, I lied. There is one thing that I didn't like. And it was, uh, Jared pointed it out, uh, which was funny. Cause I, I made a note of in my head, I because it was a funny comment when Allison is talking to, um, Darren there and he says like, Oh yeah, like water's so good. And then when she's like at the horse tables and the, the horse woman, <laughs> not the horse girl, but the horse woman, was like why don't you drink some water like you you look thirsty and then there's like (laughs) a lot of like shower scenes and then and then jared was like there's just a lot of like water in this movie like everything's liquid there's blood's liquid and then you got like water the water tanks that she
1: she parked by yeah
0: yeah the water tanks and so i think i wanted a little more meaning behind like i get that the water was like supposed to be symbolic but i guess i missed as you drink water,
1: <laughs> I just remember how thirsty I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, for the listeners, yeah, drink water, you thirsty bitch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> gotta hydrate. That's so yeah, important. Gotta
0: stay hydrated. Take
1: away from the movie.
0: <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> if anything, right? Maybe that was the message I missed in the movie. Was just like, go get some water, you <laughs> thirsty people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't too, as you know deep as i wanted it to be it was just this very superficial just fucking drink water our bodies are like 90 percent water yeah. go drink it
1: <laughs> this went off the rails
0: <laughs> this is my rant for today go drink your goddamn fuck water you know that you're supposed to not supposed to but they say who's they who cares it is known by some of us elite horse people that drinking half of your body weight in ounces is what is required to sustain a <laughs> healthy body. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> it is known. Right, so I just, uh, I drink a gallon of water a day. I mean, I try to, I don't get to the full gallon, but I did buy a gallon water bottle. Her name is Regina, shout out to Regina. And um, I bring her everywhere with me. She's beautiful and she's got curves and it's great. You
1: know, it was in Game of Thrones that the Dothraki woman would always say it is known and they were the dothraki were the horse people
0: so a horse
1: girl we just brought it back
0: let's Whoa. go let's go
1: <laughs> so i mean the symbolism in the movie was fantastic i'm not quite sure what the water symbolized you know there was the ramp above water mm-hmm. also that's something i'd have to pick apart in the, the second yeah. viewing um but the the colors were pretty apparent and yes. that was
0: big
1: because this it and i really didn't notice it until closer to the end but like it it, the movie opens with the blue sky Mm -hmm. and then it shows her cutting the blue fabric and then I picked up on it at the end when not the end end but there's a scene you know later in the movie where she's cutting the pink or peach fabric and she's wearing the peach fabric and there's a night sky Mm -hmm. and that's when I realized the juxtaposition oh there's we had the day blue sky and the night sky and the pink and the blue and it's you know she was it, it was pretty clear she was based in reality at the beginning when she was cutting the blue mm-hmm. and then you know when she was cutting the pink it was like oh she is like you know tripping or whatever and that's a part of the you know, that's one of the things i liked about the movie is it was one of these movies that you're not sure if the main character is crazy or not we see everything she's experiencing and well it seems like there's something going on here Mm -hmm. but everyone else is not based in her reality they're based in their own reality and you don't know which reality is the actuality
0: right she's an unreliable narrator
1: exactly you don't know whether to side with her and and you know that's one of the things i like about these psychological movies that's one of the things i liked about this movie and I, i those movies don't always end well, sometimes <laughs> they end really messy. And I thought this one had a really clean ending
0: mm-hmm. that
1: used color as well to make clear what the actuality was.
0: Yeah, it's um, actually, under the trivia portion in IMDb, it does say that the um, two shades of like blue gray and peach are used throughout the film. Um, the blue gray is to show when she's feeling more lucid. And then when she starts mm-hmm getting a little like off track is when the that's peach... a
1: perfect way to put it yeah. that's a perfect way to put it yeah
0: and it, it yeah and i think that, that was one of my absolute favorite scenes when i talked to you 11 minutes in in the movie we have you know your energy healer in the craft store and she's looking for the yeah. perfect shade because it, it gives off energy and then she's like oh i'm also a tarot reader i was like oh this girl i know her well <laughs> that, <laughs> that is me <laughs> i might as well have been in this movie this movie is their energies yep oh i felt it in my soul i was like i i might start wearing peach today
1: (laughs) and like the peaches scene in the movie was when her her poor roommate showed up and she had like decked the entire apartment in peach peach. and
0: with the most massive smudging stick I've ever seen. Like, the sage was, like, the size of, like, her leg. That was, like, the biggest amount of sage I've ever seen. And, okay, wouldn't the smoke detector have gone off? Like, in my apartment, if I light a candle, the whole building has to evacuate. She's in there, like, hotboxing her apartment, and there's no alarms. Like, I don't understand.
1: You've been in my apartment. (laughs) The, the smoke detectors are, you know, if a smoke detector, so I've been here like seven years, if a smoke detector goes off once, <laughs> that thing comes down and the battery comes out. And it's, <laughs> so at this point, after this long, they've all annoyed me at some point and they're all taken off. Great. I'm relying on other smoke detectors being in the building if there's like a serious problem. So I hope, I hope the other tenants in mm-hmm. the building.
0: You're relying on all your senses. <laughs> and your I'm other relying senses.
1: on my senses, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm relying on other things. I can't stand the uh, the annoyance of. I mean, it, it's a life saving device, so it makes sense. But it's the most annoying sure. sound in the world.
0: I forget. So I'm, batteries I'm on exist.
1: board with her having an absolute log of sage and, and burning <laughs> that thing like an inferno. On there. <laughs> that's how you get. That's how you get rid of the baddies.
0: Oh man, and I wanted to say throughout this movie, and I'm glad they addressed it in the movie because it's always good to. Feed people the correct knowledge. <laughs> where am I going with this? This is where I'm going with it. Nosebleeds. Uh, mm. People think that you should lean your head back, but it's forward. No. And the, oh my God. Anytime in movies when they're like, just, just like lean your head back. I'm like, if you want to swallow your blood, sure, lean your head back. But no, you should lean forward. Guys, this is PSA. You got a nosebleed. Lean forward and pinch the very top of your nose where it completely blocks off all of your your uh, nose canals. There it is, your holes, <laughs> right it at makes the top. Also,
1: in movies, that people say, lean your head back, though, because that's what I mean. I always thought that.
0: Well, that's just, what it like, was taught for we don't many learn, many years. Like,
1: we don't learn the important things in school.
0: Well, so see, fun fact for our listeners: I did go to school for massage therapy, and I am licensed in uh, first aid. And this is where. I learned it was to lean forward and not back. So, not all of us walk the same journey as I've
1: walked. <laughs> yeah, no.
0: <laughs> but um, I'm not a practicing massage therapist. Also, want to add that don't DM me. So, <laughs> lean forward, pinch your nose, and hold it for at least 10 to 15 minutes until that thing stops. Don't put a tampon in there. That's dumb. Don't put tissues in there. Just hold it, you know, and then you'll be fine. But what I didn't know is that. You can cauterize your nose so that it won't bleed anymore. That was wild to me. I think that was the most gruesome scene in this whole movie, to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. I kind of just looked away at that scene. I wasn't even sure what he did. So I mean, that's a wild medical procedure. I'm I'm right. glad that we can help you with gruesome nosebleeds. So I'm yes, glad that it exists. But
0: I've never uh, had a nosebleed. nosebleed. Have you? Stop. And I've never.
1: You've never had a nosebleed?
0: Never had a I mean, like, I've, like, blown huh? my nose in the winter and, like, a little bit of, like, red boogies come out. Sure. You know, everybody's got red boogies. But I've never had, like, a waterfall, like, come gushing out with my DNA all over my face. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Good segue. So DNA testing also hit home for me.
1: <laughs> that was... Uh that's one thing the movie didn't really develop. I won't mm-hmm. fault them for it because it didn't, you know, they didn't really have to go anywhere with it. Uh, well, in that they used it in the way that they had to. Yeah. Uh, so it served its purpose. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought it was going to play a bigger role than than it actually did.
0: I'm wondering if maybe it could have been one of those deleted scenes, you know, like she did get the results back for her ancestry. Inconclusive or, you know, whatever. Right, and then they were right, just like you know right, what? we don't need right. to right. they were like this is redundant like the way that we're let's just cut it like I'm wondering if it was one of those things yeah but yeah I thought, that's what I'm saying this movie was made for me and I watched it exactly when I needed to watch it had I watched it when it came out I might have still been you know a little a little shook up by the whole DNA thing mm-hmm. but um <laughs> other than
1: that <laughs> other than should we that?
0: go into it should I tell the listeners <laughs>
1: up to you whatever you want to tear out my dirty laundry <laughs>
0: it's fine i've come to peace with it everyone go do ancestry <laughs> 23 of me
1: uh, that's one that's not for you me. Know, I let's I solve primes this, but...
0: together yeah, that's, <laughs> that's why, my why i bag. did it <laughs> um but no joan her coworker joan everybody needs a coworker like joan amen Oh, yep, man. Jones a
1: real one, no doubt.
0: Yeah, and would you watch Purgatory? That show sounded so much fun.
1: Would I watch Purgatory? Not no, <laughs> but I mean it didn't look good.
0: Yeah,
1: like I'm not out. I'm I'm in on what it was, you know, about or whatever. But it <laughs> it didn't look good. <laughs> it looked excessively cheesy. I love it. Like it, it looked like a late 90s sci-fi original show. Mm. Like when they were just kind of dipping their toe in the original the original content, Waters.
0: Ooh, Waters. Good, good. Bring it back.
1: Bring it back. I Bring see all you. the way back. Everything's <laughs> all water, baby. Put that
0: saddle on it and ride it to the end.
1: Haul if you hydrate.
0: <laughs> oh, man. But, okay. Make a note. Maybe we can cut this out if we want to because i don't know if we want to give it away or not do you believe in aliens <laughs> should we leave this part in <laughs> uh, yes okay
1: we should do i believe in alien i mean <laughs> this is like <laughs> this is like 2 a.m 2 a.m getting home from the bar talk uh when you're craving yeah. that water i mean just just sheer numbers
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know the universe is i don't know i'm not a math guy is it like 10 billion years old plus i don't
0: know i'm not a math and there guy. there
1: are billions of star trillions of stars and planets and they're just it, there has to be there has to be yeah i don't think anyone's bugging us mm-hmm I don't think Mm -hmm. anybody's aware of our existence, just like we're not aware of theirs.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just too vast, the vastness of space.
0: I think that's where I fall to. Like, I do believe that there are other living things out there. But, like, yeah, why would they choose... First of all, how could they get here? Why would they choose to come here? And, like, why why mess with us? Well, I guess why not mess
1: with us? Like, our... (laughs) we've been around like civilization has been around for like ten thousand years and the universe has been around for like ten billion. we've been around for like a microsecond in like you know the cosmic scheme of things entire alien civilizations could have you know, risen and fallen you know, dozens or hundreds of them or more in mm-hmm. the time that that the universe has been around so, I mean, it could like just be us now, and there are already many different alien civilizations. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? We're we're so so, you know, atomically small, in the the big scheme of things. That you'd have to imagine that you know, in in time and space, there there were other beings, mm-hmm. you know, varying intelligence or size or whatever.
0: Now let's say you know, we're, we're pretty close. I feel like I can open up to you about anything. You need to listen to me. What if I came to you and was like, Brady, I think I'm being abducted by aliens and I'm, you know, and you're hearing me and you're like, ah, oh shit, she really believes that. What are your next steps? Are you going to entertain it? Are you going to like call someone? <laughs> Ghostbusters. <Like> what's, uh, <laughs> what's your play here? <laughs>
1: I think most people who know me, I would be their pick to go to or something like that, because they know I'd be like, "All right, tell me more. Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, I'd want to talk it through. I want to hear what's going on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Are you about to tell me something?
0: I might have to stop recording. No, you're not. You're just catching me." <laughs> The recording starts getting fuzzy. <laughs> Suddenly our listeners are four hours in the future. They just lost time listening to our episode.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I mean, when when people come forward and say they were abducted by aliens and stuff, I'm, I'm usually pretty skeptical mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm generally an open-minded person, so I'm not going to immediately think that they're absolutely crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. I think I like to believe more in like a glitch in the matrix than I do in like alien abduction's for like time loss incidences.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no doubt. And I loved people's different people's reactions in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like like she'd be talking to Joan and it would be like, you know, Joan would be very caring and stuff and then she said something about like abductions and you just immediately saw on Joan's face like, hey. "Oh, honey." <laughs> <laughs> We, this just became trouble. And, like, uh, the date she was on, it was, like, all fun. Like, oh, yeah, Big Foot and all this stuff. And then when she took out to that guy's house and you just saw the look on his face, like, all of a sudden, like, this is not fun anymore. I'm not, like, out with this, like, cute girl. Like, you know, we're going to hook up. It was all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, we cannot hook up. I need to get out of here immediately. This is terrifying.
0: And that's where the the ad living thing I think comes into play too because the way he says to her like I didn't know this was serious Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know why that line too just like it it vibrated a little differently than all his other lines and I was like I feel like he made that part up too he's just like I didn't know this was like serious <laughs> I was like I, that was just like that's something someone would genuinely say
1: <laughs> yeah like, I thought we were just talking I thought we were just talking about <laughs>
0: Oh, what a beautiful movie I really love this movie
1: (laughs) that's like a classic guy move too like oh yes I'm just going along with whatever this woman I want to date with is saying and then all of a sudden oh boy okay (laughs) dug a little too deep here
0: (laughs) but I and I love I think every single character in this movie just I like I didn't need a backstory and I got them I like. I don't know, every one of them just seemed like a real person that you'd like meet every day. I don't think any of those people were like, no one would act like this. Like in this movie, I feel like everyone acted the way that, I don't know, like one would in given the situation. Yeah. I really liked it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, the, the acting was very well done.
0: Mm-hmm. And the music. Oh, oh, the music. It was like, I am in like a dungeon in a video game, but also like part of the the music made it seem prickly like with like and then it made me think of like fingers and then it just it was so symbolic everything mm. about it was just it was prickly it was a prickly song
1: <laughs> i don't remember the music at all i'm sure it was oh
0: man i'm sure it's well, very
1: complimentary
0: speaking of music um we do have a sponsor uh for oh. this episode yeah we're getting really lucky we're getting sponsors for every episode i love it so straight from his mixing bowl and fresh out of the oven. A Baker's Dozen is a new concept album by your favorite chef of semantics, Brian. It's not half baked. We're talking 12 sweet hip hop jams, whisking you away with his fat beats and buttery voice. You'll be craving that bonus track. So don't tell your dentist and grab it while it's hot, wherever you listen to music. That
1: was poetic. (laughs) was Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, one thing I loved about that kid was uh, I loved the baker's dozen, Mm -hmm. first of all. Yeah, that was brilliant. Um, Also, I loved that kid when they were talking about having drinks or whatever. He was like, we can smoke some blunts. What? (laughs) What What was that?
0: I would have loved to see their blunts be as big as the the, um, sage stick.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs)
0: yeah just like
1: the yeah. it sounds like some a like high school kid fall falling yeah <laughs> you yeah, some blonde dude <laughs> all
0: right good guy well that's what i mean like all these characters like i've met every single one of these characters in real life yeah it was a oh, beautiful movie any uh closing arguments thoughts anything you you didn't like about I me mean, i feel like you didn't really have anything no
1: yeah no i i liked it i uh, uh i don't know if i ever give rankings really but I, i'd probably give it like a six and a half out of ten Ooh. i thought it was a yeah it was, it was a, a good enjoyable movie i thought there's like, nothing about it that made it like spectacular mm-hmm. but uh you know, a good one to throw on uh late at night
0: yeah looking
1: for a psychological kind of creepy mm-hmm. movie um you know, one one thought i had was um remember the club I don't know if you remember the club like those commercials and stuff you know how she used the club on her car oh
0: you know what I wanted to ask you about that because I've never once used one
1: (laughs) I've I've never used one but that was like that that was one of those commercials that you saw on tv back in the day like you know I don't know it was like the late 90s early 2000s but you know, you saw it on TV all the time, like the club, like you need the club to keep your car from getting stolen. So I saw it using the club. I just wrote like, who uses the club? It was kind of like, you know, what year does this movie take mm-hmm. place, which in time was a big part of it. So I don't know if that was, because I don't think at any point it was super clear when the movie took place. And that's not something I thought about other than the club during the movie. But time was being so fluid was such a part of the movie. And I don't know if the club was in there because it was so random. I didn't know if it was to to show her her character, which it did effectively. You know, we learned very quickly, okay, this is kind of an awkward, uh, socially distant young woman who uses the club. Yeah. Wh- which I haven't seen in 15 years, probably. You used to see them, you know, walk in the streets of Boston, you'd see them. You know, on car steering wheels or whatever uh, do they even work i don't know i haven't seen them right. in a long time so yeah. i don't know if it was just like people got them and was like oh this is a gimmick they don't work but it, I, I thought maybe it was either to help show that you know maybe this doesn't take place in 2019 or 2020 whenever this movie came out mm-hmm. um it, it's indicative of it taking place at a different earlier time earlier in the 2000s
0: yeah, but um, they did have like the iPhone look that she had was looked pretty recent. I mean, so it was like a,
1: a recent. iPhone. I I didn't or, remember well, her using a cell phone or anything. Maybe
0: so. not that re- Well, It was kind of bulky. Um, like whenever when she went to bed, and she closed it, the lock button was on the top of the phone.
1: She used. Uh, she had an alarm. I remember she she set an alarm. That's yeah, the only time I remember her using a phone. Yeah. And that was. I the, think that was another note I made. Like that, that alarm was.
0: Oh my! Yeah, no one can like. Oh my God.
1: Uh, yeah, that was kind of kind of weird. It was
0: a yeah, it was yeah, a weird yeah. choice. <laughs> also, with, all also this...
1: with the also yeah. with the club, I wrote. Uh, of course, her car got stolen. <laughs> um, I, I mean, did it get stolen? I guess we we don't well, know I gotta for watch sure, the movie to find out yeah, you gotta you gotta find out. But uh, yeah, which actually nice. brings me you.
0: to a point. I did write, and I forgot to ask you: Do you know anyone that sleepwalks?
1: I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think so. I don't know anyone who uh, like chronically sees the sleepwalk. No. Um
0: a friend of mine, shout out to my friend Sarah. Hey girl, uh you've met sir When um <laughs> when she was uh little, it's one of my favorite stories. I mean, I think we wasn't there, but um she her dad was like working in his office, it was like right next to her bedroom, and I guess like one day she like goes into his office and like starts flickering the lights and her dad's like "Sarah, what the hell are you doing she's like i'm making party lights daddy and he's like go back to bed <laughs> and so she just like okay and she like goes back to bed and the next morning he's like what the fuck and she was like i don't remember any of it
1: the <laughs> <to>
0: <laughs> yeah or aliens <laughs> i'm gonna ask her she uses the club <laughs> yeah, and how much water she drinks <laughs> her name is sarah oh my god oh, does she get nosebleeds, dude <laughs> was she a horse girl i need to ask her how infatuated with horses she is <laughs> <laughs> also any of the horse scenes with sarah and the the younger girl that's riding the horse made me cringe uncomfortable that was oh man and her friend oh my god her friend that she goes to visit heartbreaking oh
1: really heartbreaking
0: what a beautiful movie i just uh everything about it you're like heartbreaking and i'm like beautiful
1: yeah i I mean well the friend the friendship and the caring is is beautiful
0: i love it everything about it horses bring us together (laughs) they really do but you know what i do uh, Remember how I said everyone in this movie was acting the way they should? The horse wasn't. Yeah, no. listeners, uh, Brady's eyes just did a complete like, <laughs> just, 180, a 360. What uh, What do you mean? Uh did you say the horse didn't act the way it was- The horse didn't act the way a horse should. I'm not a horse girl. You're a horse I've, girl. I've only had one terrible experience with horses, and I have never been on a horse since just so it,
1: uh, you're an expert Tell us I'm definitely an expert a, a horse should act.
0: <laughs> um, I work with horse hair at work you know I'm a I'm a horse girl through and through Sounds it, yeah. and uh yeah you know when um maybe a little spoiler but like at the end of the movie when all the you know events are happening I won't go into Do you it you
1: think it would it would neigh and run away
0: it would and run away <laughs> did that come through
1: in
0: your head <laughs> yeah that was good oh, well, yeah no not once did it make a peep and yes it would have ran away It would have totally ran away those things are like if you if you have like a bowel movement they're they can sense it you know what i mean like if you blink wrong they're like yo and then like they're just like so scared sk- i don't know maybe it's just like again i'm a horse expert equestrian expert <laughs> i also gamble i'm moving on <laughs> um, it, I just feel like it would have it been spooked. Spooked is the word. No horses were spooked yeah. in the making of this movie. And I'm just baffled, confused, bamboozled. I don't know. I'm just, I wanted a horse to like kick somebody. I wanted it to, I just wanted it to act like a horse. Like when the owner was like yelling at her like, and cry. the horse didn't do anything. The horse just like sat there and was like, okay, hey, cool, see you later.
1: Well-trained horse
0: is it though or maybe
1: used to ride horses into battle like war like horses i think can be trained to not be spooked
0: those horses have like ptsd this one (laughs) i mean this one wasn't (laughs) i'm gonna cut that out those horses that went into battle (laughs) were trained for battle this one's not trained for battle this one's trained for just having kids ride its back all the time so then when like Weird events are happening. Wouldn't it be like that's not a kid riding my back? That's a weird event. I should probably, I don't know, get out of here.
1: I don't know. so like, you know how people react differently to you know traumatic right. events and stuff. I think
0: I'm, I'm not uh, horses.
1: Expert. I think might re- react differently. You never know.
0: Yeah. uh To our listeners, any of you like horse people or horse psychologists, even you know, yeah, get into I'm, that horse brain.
1: Interested to hear hear equestrians take. Yeah, please. You know,
0: the- hit us up on Instagram uh twitter you know at ww1pod or instagram at worth watching once just let us know in the comments anything just i want to know the psychology of a horse yeah that's the people need to know you do need to know i need to know <laughs>